welcome to The Planet, the Poopcast for L Word fans. I'm Casey. And I'm Elka. <laughs> this week we'll be discussing episode two of season four, Live in La Vida Loca. So, what were your expectations upon watching this television program? Well, my expectations ahead of time were the same as they always are, that we're going to watch the L Word and some things will happen and we'll be excited by that and then afterwards we'll talk about it on a podcast and usually something watching, happens yeah and something <laughs> usually on the show makes you laugh or wonder or think or get mad but this show <laughs> in my opinion had none of those things it was kind of like watching a test pattern it was like i don't know what it was like because i can't even remember the episode that's how lame it was. Okay. It but, was like <clears throat> plain Wonder Bread with the ew. crusts cut off and maybe dipped in mayonnaise. <laughs> what the hell? They opened the show with Alice looking for, she's still calling her Pappy at this point, but we have learned that her name is Poppy. Poppy. No, her name is Poppy. Oh, Poppy. Poppy. And they're playing some cumbia music. And she's going boom, into... Boom, boom, mommy, mommy. <laughs> boom, boom, poppy, poppy. Boom, boom, poppy, poppy. <laughs> and she's going in and out of these different... I don't know where these places... I guess they're supposed to be in East L.A. They look like they're in Las Cruces, New Mexico. And that's it. They show her looking around. It's kind of seedy looking. And everybody's like, I'm Poppy. No, I'm Poppy. I'm your Poppy. Then they cut away to California University, which there is no such thing, right? I don't think so. I don't think so either. It looks a lot like the University of New Mexico, though. Yeah, it really does. What's the name of the school? California. Cali it's oh, I know. California University of New Technology. Yeah, I think that's the name of the school. California University of Next Tuesday. <laughs> and we're introduced to the character, Phyllis Kroll. Bet is getting ready to interview her TA candidates. I like how confident and self-assured Bet looks now. She's really becoming the Bet that we always knew she could be. When was she not? Well, I don't know. For a while, she was a kind of a basket case, and then when... Jennifer Beals was pregnant. She went through that whole baggy yoga clothes, I'm unemployed reading self-help books phase. Oh, that's right. I think I need more hot chocolate. You need something. Well, I'm reaching here, okay? They didn't give us much to work with. Okay, I, I had planned ahead for this. I knew that, okay, we're, what, five minutes into the podcast? I'm already bored out of my mind because this show sucked. So I planned ahead. <laughs> what is this look on your face? I'm like, waiting. And I bought you a new puppy! Yay! And so, since um, this is probably going to be a little bit boring, because the show was a little bit boring, I have decided to <laughs> recite some quotes that I heard from Elka throughout the week. Uh <laughs> what? Uh, what? <laughs> you heard What me. is that? That doesn't have anything <clears throat> to do with the L word. Well, Look, like we I have said. a lot to talk about in this episode. Yeah. We okay. Well, all these new characters, we can't possibly have any time for that. All right. Well, let's move on, but I'm just telling you that from time to time throughout the podcast, I have a few quotes, and how the way we're going to do it is I'm going to say the quote, and all you get to say is whether or not you did say it. I don't want any reasoning. I don't want any explanation. I just want you, I would just want you to tell our listeners if it was an actual quote by you. So you have fake quotes? No, no. They're real. Well, then, so you're just trying to get me to admit to saying stuff that I actually said. Yes. <laughs> okay, I'll give you an example. Here's the first quote. This is bullshit. <laughs> Why? Uh, the first quote from Elka this week that I jotted down was, Oh, no, I accidentally took off my pants and now I can't find them. <laughs> True or false? <laughs> True. All right, let's move on. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> so then, okay, the way they introduce the character of Phyllis is, I feel, very weak. First of all, 
Isn't Sybil Shepherd a professional actress? I believe so. All right, I just wanted to make sure because to me, it did not seem that way. Do you hear a meowing sound? No. Do you hear that? That's not mine. (laughs) That's your baby. Is she overacting on purpose? Is that how she... I haven't seen her in anything since, like, Moonlighting. She was in... She was Martha Stewart. Martha Stewart? In the TV movie. You watched that? (laughs) I can't believe you've just admitted (laughs) to watching... (laughs) What is it? The 10 steps to dumping a man? How to lose a guy in... (laughs) 10, 10 day or 12 or okay. I don't know. And now <laughs> the Martha Stewart <laughs> Sweet. All right. This this podcast is taking on sh- a shape now that I'm starting to like. It's like Embarrasselka. Okay, yeah. great. All right. I'm here to help. Okay. So then we move on. Well, wait. You're First of all, you're wrong in the... Because I don't like it when they just throw a new character on you and it's all... They're easing her into the storyline. She starts okay. off, it's just Beth's boss. Okay. And slowly we'll get to know her better and she'll become more integrated into the plot lines. I liked her introduction and I hmm. like her character. And every time I look at her, I think of Martha Stewart and that reminds me of you. Well, that would give you a reason to like her then. I'm okay with how they chose to introduce her. I'm not okay with her acting so far. Phyllis was making fun of someone for th- saying, oh, they think they can still change the world through art. Yeah. And Beth's like, I still do. Well, yeah, I'm sure the, what is she, the dean? What is Phyllis's president? Chancellor? Oh, uh, Chancellor? I don't know. She's the empress. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, she's the boss of the university. Well, I'm sure she would have that She's remark. the principal. With <laughs> She would have that remark in front of the dean of art. Tina is meeting with her new boss at Shaolin Studios, and he seems like a real smarmy Hollywood type. He's a total asshole. We're going for the 18 to 24 market. (laughs) How does Tina come across to you? Does she come across as a savvy movie executive? Um, no. Exactly. How come she was like a housewife before, and now she's a savvy uh, movie executive? I guess we're supposed to assume she had these skills before the first season when we didn't know her well i don't think it it's believable she doesn't seem the type does she but i mean tina's heard of bollywood so she's an amazing asset to any movie studio <laughs> did she use the word bollywood no but clearly like, yeah i don't get she's it. got the inside track she's heard of indian cinema okay as that soon as too. we wrap up on gangsta md <laughs> i would totally watch that movie are you kidding me? I don't want to watch Twisted Forest or whatever. Here's what <laughs> here's what I did notice about that scene. Her makeup. Everybody's makeup is all fucked up this season. Tina's makeup in that scene, it looked like she was going out to a nightclub. It was all dark and gold. You didn't notice? I didn't notice Tina's makeup, but I did notice some of the other Alice's. characters. I thought Alice's makeup was really cute and different from how it was in other seasons and i liked it she was wearing blue eyeshadow and like bronze powder i thought it looked cool i I mean she can pull off anything alice was wearing a shiny gold foil wrap dress (laughs) alice can get well i mean yeah the blue eyeshadow she was going into like it um, was. It looked good, and Bet looks amazing this season. Bet looks good. I thought Alice looked great, but I can see why she would wear that. Going into all these Mexican places, and she's wearing a gold wrap dress. She's dressed as a burrito. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about Jenny, her makeup is that she was wearing a ton of makeup, and she had like silver eyeshadow, so it was really distinctive. And then it goes to the next morning or whenever she's supposed to be reading her article and she's wearing the exact same makeup oh really it's like they're eating breakfast and she's already got on silver eyeshadow i noticed she looked a little bit weird for the morning like that didn't look like daytime makeup even for her because you know if jenny were a real person when she wakes up she comes down she's got like mascara tears going (laughs) down to her chin yeah and her red lipstick is smeared up one cheek and (laughs) i did notice something weird about her makeup in that scene but I didn't catch that that's what it was. Then they go to the planet where Alice is looking at 
our chart again. You don't have anything to say about Gangsta MD. What do you want me to say? That was the highlight of the whole show for me. <laughs> what? What because is it? Because I can write that whole script in my mind and play it out like Gangsta MD. I it don't would understand. just be like Soul Plane, but with doctors instead of pilots. Okay. <laughs> yes, may I help you? Hello. I had a 12 o'clock appointment with Dr. Dre. Well, Dr. Dre is with another patient right now. Would you like to reschedule? Reschedule. I didn't know what to say about that. What do you have to say about it? It's my new favorite movie, that's all. During her little meeting when they're deciding whether Tina's fired or not, her new boss tells her to fire Helena. Oh, yeah. So not only is he a smarmy Hollywood ass, but he doesn't even possess his own testicles. Yeah, why would he send her to fire her? Because he's a pussy. You don't send an employee to fire another employee. Well, you would. But really, it's... No, I would never. You fired me once. <laughs> yeah, but you kept showing up. Nah! <laughs> That's not what happened at all. You fired me because I didn't tuck my shirt in. And then um, I was like, okay, I'm fired. So I went home. And then the next day, you're like, why aren't you at work? And I was like, you fired me yesterday. And you're like, get your ass in here. Well, that's pretty much what happened. Well, don't say I kept showing up <laughs> like some kind of weirdo. Can I have my job back? <laughs> All right. Well, <clears throat> you did your job the way Shane's assistant, Marta, does her job. Well, that's okay? the kind of place that was. <laughs> I was like 22 years old. Um, so Helen is canned. Yeah. She took it pretty well. That's that. <laughs> that's how everything on the show. Big right, surprise. Yeah. So what do you think she's going to be doing? You Barista? know what? Remember um, last season when Jenny went to that club and she was dancing? No. Oh. That <laughs> I'd like to see on. Helen go there. I see her as maybe, hmm, God, you, I have no idea. She's what? obviously going to be working at the planet. You think? Yes. That seems too obvious. They should give her a really shitty job. Well, that would be a shitty job. Though. Everybody that they don't know what to do with works at the planet. Jenny uh, worked Kit there. Kit didn't used to own the place, remember? Kit bought the planet because they didn't know what to do with Kit. Jenny used to work there, and then Lara worked there. So, yeah, Helen is going to work at the planet. Oh, you're probably right. Lara worked there? Oh, that's right. Well, that's how those places are. We had a place like that in Kent, the Zephyr. If you were unemployable, you ended up working at the Zephyr. <laughs> so they cut to uh, the planet where Helena is not working yet. And Alice is looking at our chart. And did you notice anything strange about that? Or maybe you've noticed this in the past, but what is the number supposed to represent next to the person's name on the chart? Well, on the show, it represents how many people you've fucked okay. who are also on the chart. Okay. But in real life, it's just your friends. Oh, okay. But on the show, that number is supposed to be how many people you've slept with. Who are also on the chart. Well, no. You put all the people you've slept with around you, and then if they happen to join the chart, then they link from their name. I thought it was like you claim you've slept with all these people, but they have to say, yeah, that really happened before you get the link. Or else, like, my chart would have, like, Leisha Haley. <laughs> oh, come on. Okay, well, anyway, my point is, next to Alice's name... Well, how many people would you guess she slept with? Probably 300. 23 is all that was next to her name. That's not even. 23. How many people has she slept with since the beginning of the L word? Maybe if she were 22 years old. <laughs> I was like, I saw that number. And I'm like, she's trying not to look like a whore. And then Tina comes up. She's like, oh, what's that? And Alice is like, oh, this is our chart. Oh, you've been out of touch because you're off in Heteroville. They don't have the internet in hetero land so then kit shows up at the planet and she's she's just she's had an abortion just then no but oh you sound like she's like oh that hurt i just got out of the abortion clinic <laughs> give me a pillow to sit on kids that's nasty <laughs> okay and then tina's why did she even bring up that she had two abortions in her 20s early 20s she's like oh that's nothing kit i've had two of them <laughs> this week why would they put that in there just to make us know that she used to be heterosexual? Then Shane shows up, and they're a little bit weird towards her. Yeah, but you can tell that they're going to not make a big deal out of it. Did she bring the kid with her? Yes. Okay. Because then they, they park him at the counter and just start feeding him till he throws up. Yeah. 
It's not like a dog where you could tie him to the table, put down some biscuits, and go do your thing. That's how she's treating him, though. Then we cut back to um, the TA meeting with Bet, Nadia. Bet's conducting interviews. She's got long blonde hair and a very short black skirt. It was the shortest skirt ever. And I think she was wearing boots. If you wear a short skirt with boots, that means you want to have sex that day. Did you notice anything... Uh, exceptional or maybe familiar about Nadia? No. Perhaps that she looks exactly like Tina? No, she doesn't. She is a clone. Uh, what? She looks like Tina. Only in that she has blonde hair. No. She has the same face, the same expressions. She looks exactly like what Tina probably looked, would have looked like when she met Bat. I disagree. She's a Tina clone, it's obvious. Well, I found her to be quite hideous, and I also feel that way about Tina, so maybe you have something there. She was so... I can't believe Bet fell for that. She was such, like, a junior in college. She was such a transparent brown noser. And Bet ate it up. You think that Bet has more sense than that. I don't that. think she ate it up. I think she thinks it's... I mean, she knows she's a young woman who wants to get this gig, and she, like, she's been there. I think she relates. That's how college students act. Okay, the the interview, the part of it that we saw was, like, 30 seconds. She manages to work in that she's a homo. That Bet has nice arms. No, you have very beautiful arms. Who has beautiful arms? <laughs> Some, well, I was thinking, well, I watched the show twice. The first time I was thinking that she was faking being gay to get the job. I wondered that, too. But then the second time I watched it, you could tell she wasn't, by the way, she felt awkward about saying that she had beautiful arms. If you look at her facial expression. Well, she's like, can I really get away with this bullshit? I think she just caught herself in the middle of a sentence and had to finish it. Haven't you ever done that? Yeah. And that was... Like, I just lost my pants and now I can't find them. (laughs) No, not like that at all. Did we not see Brooke before this episode? No. So, actually, it's the introduction of three characters then. I forgot about Brooke from Mount Holyoke. So, she's nothing like you thought she was going to be. She's a little bit like her. She's kind of a dimwit, but she's not blonde. Can I confess something? I like Brooke. I think she's kind of cute and sweet. Yeah? And, you know, she's going through that, it seems to me, that undergraduate and college feminist stage. What do you mean that, oh, like she went through the vegetarian stage and now right. she's... Uh, you know what comes after the vegetarian stage and the <laughs> feminist stage? Yeah. Meeting Casey. <laughs> I think that's why she hit it off so well with Max. I think Brooke is a big fat dyke. Okay. That's what I'm saying. First of all, I don't think she's all that. She's okay looking. She's a little bit too voluptuous for me. I think she looks like Anna Paquin. I think that you can sometimes tell a person's IQ by their lip shade. And if that's the case here... That she's kind of a dimwit. My initial thought was, how can she not know that that is not a boy? And why would she want to date him if he were a boy? I'm really bad at judging men's appearances, but in my opinion, Max, as a boy, is not good looking. Am I incorrect here? Yeah, you're incorrect. He's really cute. Really? Yeah, he's got those like piercing blue eyes and the shaggy hair and okay. an easy smile and I a think... square jaw. He's cute. Okay, well then... I guess I'm really gay because I don't see it. (laughs) Even when it's a girl dressed up like a boy, you can't see it. No, I think Max is pretty cute. As a boy? Yeah. And if you met this person, you'd think it was a guy? No. So I don't know what... But it's television. I understand. I'm not convinced that she doesn't know. All right. So they go out on the date and, um, you know, they make this connection, obviously because Max (laughs) used to be a woman. Yeah. (laughs) And then she falls for him or whatever. So then they're kissing and they're talking a little bit. And she says something like, you know everything there is to know about me. Who says that the first time you meet someone? That means there's not much to her. And then she's trying to get more information about him. And then he asks her out on a second date. But like, what's going to happen? She's, how's he going to have sex? Is he going to have, is he going to have sex with her before she knows? No, he wouldn't do that. I think he might. You know what your problem is, Casey? You don't understand. (laughs) Okay. Well, then tell me. 
Well, I don't know. For one thing, Max seems so much more comfortable around Brooke than he ever was around Jenny. Because she thinks he's a dude. That could be. But then, uh, did you notice when um, they got their wine? Usually, no matter who orders the wine, the sommelier comes and pours a little bit and gives it to the man at the table. No, they do not. And the man tastes it. No, they don't. They give it to whoever orders it. Well, Max ordered the wine. Right. And the sommelier gave it to Max. And Mm -hmm. he's like, here, why don't you... So right. he like was so comfortable with his masculinity that he was able to deviate from the gender role. Okay. No. What it yeah, was. He was being a gentleman. He was being charming. <laughs> he was saying, look, I'm so comfortable with my masculinity that I can, I can let you do this task that is normally reserved for the man. Okay. Well, first of all, that task is normally reserved for the person who ordered the wine. Which if was she, Max because right. that's who they presented it to. Exactly. They didn't present they didn't give it to him to taste because he's a man. They gave it to him to taste because he ordered it. Anyway. <laughs> the whole deal about being comfortable with his masculinity. Okay, this is what I was thinking is if I were out on a date with this girl and she thought I were a dude, that's exactly what I would have done because it would have made her think about it. Not because he's comfortable with his masculinity, because he's trying to be Suave. Well, I think it was suave. I do too. Here's what I think. They're going to get a relationship going. She already wants to have sex with him. She tells him, let me teach you how to be bad. (laughs) Well, they're trying to make it look like this was the perfect date. And that is how the perfect date ends. Unless the girl is screaming your name. Oh, Poppy! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's how my dates usually end. I think they're going to keep going out. They're going to like each other a ton. He feels comfortable. She feels comfortable. And then he is either going to... I don't know if he's going to tell her first. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see if he fucks her first or tells her first. But either way, what do you think her reaction is going to be? You think she's going to run away and come back? You think she's going to run away forever and he's going to get fired and he's going to be in shit creek? It, it really could go any direction now. I have no idea what's going to happen. Well, I think so far this is very realistic. This is a good storyline. This seems completely realistic to me, other than the fact that he looks like a chick. <laughs> but we're supposed to use our imaginations here as if this is a play and not television and pretend like he doesn't look like a chick. How ironic that Max has the most interesting storyline right now. Does he? Pretty much. Shane's pretty well, interesting, but yeah, he does. is also. Uh, Shane's <clears throat> life is turning into like an episode of Charles in Charge. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Can you bring out any more terrible <laughs> media references? So then Alice continues looking for Poppy. This time she goes to the South Valley of Albuquerque. (laughs) Yeah, she goes into some seedy places, and then she eventually ends up uh, being directed, I think, via cell phone to the limousine. She gets in the limo. Nobody's there, so obviously it's the driver. What was your first impression? She rolls the little thing down. and She's looking at her in the rearview mirror. It was like a bad episode of Taxi Cab Confessions. (laughs) Of the person, the chick, Poppy. She looks like Shane in the eyes a little bit. I don't know. What's my impression supposed to be? Shane? Her eyes. Just she's got those dark brown sultry eyes. Okay. No, I don't know. What? I didn't know what to think. Well, first of all, it was too dark and you couldn't really see her, which I think they did that on purpose, but Mm -hmm. I wasn't that impressed as the story progresses with her. And We'll get to that. At least Poppy seems like she knows how to have fun. I think part of the reason Shane got so many chicks was because of the lost puppy syndrome. Mm-hmm. Like people wanted to cuddle her and reassure her and heal her psychic no. wounds. Shane got chicks because she's hot and she had a huge reputation that built up over time and then that leads you to getting more and more hot chicks. Poppy? I'm not sure. It's like they've introduced a comic book character here. She dresses yeah. poorly. I don't think she dresses poorly. She uh, was just wearing a black tank top. With some like off white boots no oh yeah you're right they kind of look like suede she looked like ass Um, she has nice lips yeah i guess she does i wasn't into her but we'll see where she goes then jenny has her curve interview with heather matarazzo (laughs) hetero (laughs) ma wait let me try again heather matarazzo right yeah i don't know she's an out actress who starred in welcome to the dollhouse she looked a lot better than she used to. She's kind yeah, of a I huge like dork her. anyway, but. <laughs> you know how sometimes the L word tries to coin a new phrase? And it kind of worked with Gold Star, but. They didn't coin Gold Star. Pretty much. No, they didn't. 
That's been around for a long time. Okay, well, I never heard anyone say it before the show, hmm. but they tried with the crisp bay, and they tried oh, with going for. nipple confidence, <laughs> and buju, yeah, that's going to go in the same direction as nipple confidence. Sounds like something we made up. <laughs> that's how bad it was. It sounds like something you name a kitten. Come here, little buju. Don't, the dog's going to come here now. The interview, well, I knew. As soon as she said something like, I Never opened up this much to anyone. I was thinking You're she's going to get fucked over. Yeah. yeah. That character, Ms. Merkins, says she's not happy unless she's qualified by five different things. Mm-hmm. What are your five things? Well, I don't... It only takes, like, two for me. <laughs> I was thinking, like, if you only get five adjectives to describe yourself with, I wouldn't waste two on muff chaser and pussy muncher or whatever. Oh, that would pretty much like be my whole list. Cunt enthusiast? <laughs> That's stupid. That sounds like something a man says. I am a cunt enthusiast. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I got a new subscription to Cunt Enthusiast <laughs> magazine. <laughs> Poppy and Alice go to have dinner. And Alice is like, what is it? What do you do that gets all these chicks? Stop. Rewind. First of all, they act like going into a Mexican restaurant and everybody knowing you. She's like, Poppy's in the house. And like everybody says hi to her and hugs her. And they act like she's all that because all these people know her in the Mexican restaurant. What? That felt weird to me. All the little girls are waving at Poppy like, someday I can be like you. (laughs) It was just stupid. It was like some family-owned Mexican restaurant and everybody knew her there, but who cares? That doesn't mean you're a gay player. (laughs) I didn't get that whole thing. And then she's like, what is it about you? And basically her answer was that she liked girls. It's going to take a little bit more than that. See, that's what I've been doing wrong all this time I've been trying (laughs) to get pussy. I actually don't like girls very much. That was I love no, she's women. Like, I, I love, love everything them. about women. And Duh. Alice is like, really, <laughs> really, Poppy. <laughs> Basically, this whole episode, Alice carried it on her back. I think Jenny had a few shining moments. I think that the whole thing with Max was good, and I think that definitely, though, I know what you're saying. I'm kind of over Jenny. I'm not. She cracks my shit up. <laughs> so then they get in the limo. And Poppy's like, I'm going to take you to places you've never been before. If somebody said that to you before they were about to fuck you, I'd be like, all right, I got to go. If you're about to do it with Poppy, you're probably going to end up in the free clinic. <laughs> That's the place where she'll take you that you've never been before. And Alice is like, oh, okay, right. And then she goes all crazy about circles. She's circles. like, oh, wow, what are you doing? <laughs> It sounded like you said ow. And Poppy's like, magic circles? Eh? Oh, you're a genius. You genius lesbian goddess. She discovered circles. No wonder. I thought she was going to say she was doing the alphabet. The alphabet? (laughs) Oh, my God. That's like so 13-year-old boy. (laughs) It's like Poppy discovered the cheat code to the vagina. She's like, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, A, B, A, B, start. And Alice is like, woohoo! Yeah, all women are... Oh, my God. That was such bullshit. The the magic circles. First of all, some women are circular, and some women are very up and down. And some women are way more complicated. You can't just say magic circles before you even see the thing. I do fractals. (laughs) You know what I'm saying, though? (laughs) Yes, I know what you're saying. Obviously, it's this massive innovation. (laughs) Circles. All this time I've been making little Z's. <laughs> no wonder. No wonder she's a goddess. Next scene, equally strange. Wait, wait, wait. All right. If anyone is doing something to me and I'm like, what are you doing? And they're like, it's magic. <laughs> I'm out of there. <laughs> I'm like yeah. running out of there faster than Kit runs out of the abortion clinic. <laughs> You have a problem with the word magic, though. Ma- you you act like the word magic shouldn't exist in the English language. Because you're like, that magic eraser by Mr. Clean, you're like, oh, it's magic. <laughs> if they're going to advertise something as being magic, I'm not going to buy it. That's what you're, <laughs> everything that says magic, you say that. The only place for magic is an eight-year-old's birthday party. <laughs> and church. 
Jesus is magic. <laughs> Next scene is equally as ridiculous to me, and it's where Kit goes to Bet's house. First of all, Kit walks in. First impression, what the hell are you wearing? But other than that, she acted like she was high, like on lithium or something. She's like, <laughs> Did you notice this? She was like ridiculous, and she looked like she was dressed to work at a cotton candy stand. <laughs> it, okay, and then they this weird music is playing in the background. She's like, "I need a hug." Blah blah blah. He's gonna be so sad, and it felt like we all of a sudden were warped into a Lifetime television for women. Movie. That's exactly how I felt in my mind. I was thinking Lifetime television what for women. The fuck. That was terrible. That whole scene could have completely been taken out and the show would have been better. Well, I didn't understand what we were supposed to take from it. Like, are we supposed to realize that Bet isn't being there for her sister during a time of need? But then she was. I mean, she's always critical of her, which I don't really understand why now. But Kit had to go to her and ask her for some sympathy. Maybe we're supposed to realize that Kit isn't telling Angus how she really feels. She's not opening up to her man. Whatever. I don't I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know what the point of that scene was. But I almost how feel many like times... they cut the significant point out. They've done that before. How many times in that scene did she say sad? It's just sad. <laughs> I feel sad. He feels sad. If he knew how sad I felt, and then, the then my sadness would make him sad his sadness even sadder. <laughs> and the whole thing makes me feel sad. <laughs> so sad so sad. <laughs> sad sad yeah i don't know i don't know what the point of that scene was <laughs> someone give kid a thesaurus okay <laughs> then we go to helena helena on the steps and she's getting ready to go for a run did you notice um she's got her little cute jogging outfit on she got it on. <laughs> and then i'm gonna run down to walmart God. She's got her little jogging outfit on and she's listening to her iPod and you can see on the screen the planet. Oh god, you always do this. They love me. You couldn't see it at all. I looked. <laughs> so she's getting ready to go for a jog and then um they show the limo rocking and then like 5 seconds later Alice gets out. Oh wait, and then we start to hear the rules. Poppy's rules. Number 1, no breakfast. I don't do breakfast. Then later we hear number two after she does Helena. But Helena would never sleep with her. She had tan boots on. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Totally not Helena's type. That's the deal. That's the deal with Shane. Shane's kind of everybody's type. And mm -hmm. Poppy? I don't think so. She's not my type. Is she your type? Okay, she's your type. She's not my type. <laughs> God, what does that say? <laughs> What? You like tan boots? <laughs> okay. You know, I see more in a woman than just her boots. <laughs> well, you know what, though? I don't <clears throat> want to see. I don't want to see Helena being Alice's new best friend and jogging because it reminds me of Dana too much, and that makes me sad. Oh, everything I makes you sad. I think they're trying sad. to make Helena into Dana, eh, and she's not. She's no, Helena. Not. Let her be Helena. No, that's. It You're just, it cool. reminded me, because you remember Quit how... bringing up Dana. She's dead! Oh, you want me to be like the show and just pretend yes. she never existed? Yes. She's not, if she's not on the show, we're not talking about her. Oh my god, you look really sad. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Alice used to jog with Dana. Like, once. Alright. Anyway, I don't think... <laughs> Stop. I don't think Helena would go for Poppy. That's my point. I don't think Bet's Helena would go That's not gonna go for, for Poppy... Uh, Shane's not going to go for Poppy. Tina's not. Oh, she's not gay. Jenny's not going to go for Poppy, so she, I don't buy Poppy. Jenny will fuck anything. Jenny would go for <sighs> not Poppy. Not Marina. Then they move to Shane's house. Jenny's looking up her review, and of course she's all... She got fucked <laughs> over. And she starts saying all this stuff in front of the kid, which I think is hilarious, and you think is lame. Well, Jenny's being a dumbass. That's all. Like, don't talk like that in front of the kid. He's well, she's lying. bad. That's her whole thing. She's being bad now. And then Shane comes in in a flannel shirt. 
What? She must have gotten it from Max. I take that statement back that I said about how I related to dressing-wise to Shane. She's wearing a flannel shirt in several scenes on this episode. She says cunt and fucking, and then Shane puts her hand over her mouth, and it's cute because she was saw. It was so cute. That was, huh? It was so cute. Are you having problems speaking today? Don't fuck with me. And she's like, watch it, and puts her hand over her mouth. <laughs> and then as soon as she lets go, she's like, say la 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 is a fucking cunt. Say it. So what do you think is going to happen with that? She's got this kid in the house. Are they all going to live there? work through their problems, and they'll become a family. I don't know. And then we're at the skate park. Did you notice the music they were playing at Wax? First they played L7, then they played Brown Bikini Mobile. Kill. No, it was Bikini Kill. Oh. It was like the Riot Girl early 90s retrospective. It was a little weird. It was a little weird. Hey, it's better than you know what. Yeah, that's true. I don't know, L7 is so... That's old. really old. Yeah. Like, I think that maybe is the first concert I ever went to. Ever? You well, were, and you didn't know you were gay? <laughs> well, the first, first concert I ever went to was Guns N' Roses. But the <laughs> real first concert was L7, and, like, my parents had to take me to the place because I wasn't even old enough to drive. That's fucking old. Weren't they afraid to leave you with that group of crazy lesbians? My parents. Okay, that's true. And then, um... We're introduced to Marta. <laughs> She's funny. You know what she reminds me of is when... You! What? It's a movie theater. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, you want some popcorn? <laughs> Hold on. Let me finish this page. <laughs> Other than that, she kind of reminds me of a long time ago on Friends, there's the character Phoebe. But before that... There was this horrible show called Mad About You, and Phoebe was the bad waitress on oh, Mad About You. I remember you. that. And this is what that reminds me of. <laughs> She's such a... That's funny. I like Marta. I hope they bring her back. <laughs> well, Shane fired her. Yeah, but then when she fired her, she's like, oh, again. I'll see you next week. <laughs> Plus, why does she need a babysit? Oh, well. And what does Shane need an assistant for? I Can you find know. my car keys? Because I lost him in some fruit. <laughs> Why does she need an assistant? Maybe she needs someone to... Exactly. She doesn't. That character was made up for this particular scene. Then we go back to the chancellor's office. Is that what we're calling her? The principal. <laughs> Don't call her the... Beth's talking to the principal of the college. <laughs> and Beth's trying to talk about work. Out of nowhere, she's like, oh, my God, I'm a lesbian. I need to talk to you about it. And Beth's like, no, she's, she's like, not. I know you understand me. And Beth's like, um, no, wait, what? No, no, no. <laughs> she says, I think I'm a lesbian, too, Beth. And her response is, oh, immediately I'm like, this is going to be a comedic scene. And it totally was. I think it was unintentional. Really? I don't know, but it was hilarious. So apparently Beth is going to be the new lesbian mentor. <laughs> I actually think that this character and her relationship with her husband and and her coming out, I think that's going to be really cool. I like the Sybil Shepherd character so far. So then Ninja Jenny storms the offices of <laughs> Curve magazine. And she's like so freaking out that she can't even breathe. And she's gasping and yelling at the receptionist who is so bored she can barely keep her eyes open. <laughs> She's like, look at my review. Look it up. And the lady grabs her keyboard away. <laughs> and then she's like, your little magazine. And Jenny does air quotes. You know she's mad if she does air quotes. Oh, look out. Once again, I'm going to say this. I've said it before. If you saw that person, if you saw, if you were sitting in that office, like in a chair off to the side and Jenny storms in and did, and did that whole scene, you'd be like, can we have lunch now? She's fucking hilarious. <laughs> and then she says, she used her gayness to get me to open up. Well, yeah, that's what gay girls do. I think it wasn't even necessarily intentional in that regard. That's the whole deal with being gay and getting any play. Um, It's Curve Magazine. The magazine for lesbians. And then she's like, do you know what Merkin means? Do you? It means vagina wig. And I'm like, oh, my God, Jenny's crazy. Well, yeah, I hope she gets crazier. Then Shay runs away. Did you away. know that? What? No. Did you? Yes. Of course you did. My dad told me a... <laughs> Wait a minute. Is it a noun? Yes. Because, like, back in the day, if people got crabs, they would just shave it. I don't want to know the story. Just stop right there. 
Okay. Wait, Moving now on. you have to finish. Well, I my think imagination. you can put the rest of the pieces together. No, my imagination may be worse than the actual story, so finish. So if you had to shave it off to get rid of the crabs, then you could get a little merkin wig and it would... Your dad told you this? Yes. <laughs> Did he draw illustrations? He showed us his. I want one. I want like a green what? one for those and cold a blue winter one. days. <laughs> I just want to see one. Do you think they're on eBay? <laughs> I think Brittany needs one. So then Shay runs away from Wax. Big surprise. I mean, yeah, it was really conventional and predictable, but also who can blame the kid? They treat him like crap. It's not like he's a bad kid. Yeah, there's no reason for him to stay. Would you stay with Shane? Well, yeah, but as a she, little boy she barely even looks at him right she really does kind of treat him like a pet that she doesn't even want she needs a giant gerbil wheel to put him in <laughs> that isn't that kind of what the skate park is <laughs> i guess but he escaped he's a smart little <laughs> hamster so then they go looking for him shane drives up in her new jeep shane would never drive a jeep wrangler oh she totally would plus she's had it since last season no, that was Carmen's Jeep. It was black. This one was like a weird color of blue-gray. Really? Yeah, with a tan top. It was a different Well, Jeep. she used to have that pickup truck, and mm. then I think she must have got the Jeep around the time that she first was hooking up with Sherry Jaffe, and she was making a lot of money then. Okay, whatever. You're pulling this out of your ass. I say she wouldn't drive a Jeep. I don't think she's going to be getting any more BMW 7 Series. No, that wasn't her car. I'm just saying, I'm saying the Jeep is just, does, it just doesn't fit her personality. Oh, I, I could see totally her does. in like a, really? A Jeep well, is like outdoorsy. Yeah, she's always going camping and hiking. What? <laughs> I see her driving like um, a fucking Nissan or some stupid thing like that. A Hyundai. Not a Hyundai. Okay, but the Jeep I don't feel fits her personality. And then they show Shay in this truck, and of course you're like, oh, he's going to get anally raped by this guy. They even show, of like, course. the guy throw. Is that not what you thought? I thought they were going to make it look like that, Me but too. they couldn't. Yeah. Especially when they show him get, get the kid out of the truck, and he throws him over his shoulder, and then we have, like, the butt shot of the kid to remind us of what's about to happen. Oh. And I'm like, okay, it's obviously not going to happen. The whole God, time, you I'm were like twisted. No, I knew it wasn't going to happen. That's the only reason I can say this. They did play like some ominous <clears throat> music, mm -hmm. and then Shane and Shay are reunited. Right, and she's like, "I'm your home now. I'm your homo now." Shane's gonna have to learn how to love. They do this on the L word. They go from one extreme to the other. So right now, they're showing her as like the ultimate terrible parental figure, and then she's obviously going to become pretty cool with it. Don't you think? Yeah, I think so. And then just when she does, they're going to rip the kid away from her or some shit. <laughs> and the kid is a bad actor. He didn't have to do anything. All he did was stand there. Okay, I couldn't decide if he was a bad actor or if he's still supposed to be, like, in a state of shock slash shock slash shyness. Say that five times. Sad, 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 sad. The last scene, Helena and Poppy are coming out of the bushes at the park with leaves in their hair. <laughs> it's been since the morning. Helena would not have sex in the bushes at a basketball court. And she can barely walk. She's like, oh my god, circles! <laughs> She's going to go home and compare circle stories with Alice. <laughs> and then we hear Poppy's rule number two. First of all, that would be like rule number eight. <laughs> yeah, it's her rule number two. Never go home with a girl whose roommate you fucked that morning. And now for Elka's second quote. Remember, all you can say is true or false. I'm bisexual speed dating. True. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. That was the end of the show. We go out with some Latin flair. So I am going to have to say that although the L word is still my favorite show ever, this episode is i think my least favorite episode ever out of any ever? season yes because even the bad episodes give you something to talk about mm -hmm. and in this one it just seemed like nothing happened well they had some major things that were supposed to they introduced three characters yeah and none of them were really stood out to me maybe that's why um because they're introducing three new characters and they you need a minute to get to know them before you can launch into mm. the story. 
hopefully we're set up now for a good episode three. We've yes. gotten through episodes one and two. Let's get things rolling. And um, P.S. More boobs. Thank you. They showed Leisha Haley's um, bra, thighs, nice. and panties. Nice thighs and panties. Nice thighs, you thought? Yeah. Um, I love Leisha Haley. I'm not going to comment on her thighs. Here's your third quote. <laughs> you look pissed. Third. How many fucking quotes are there? I only have four. Here's your third one. There are certain places you can go to kick the shit out of people. True. <laughs> I think. No, that's a word for word quote. And the fourth and final Elka quote for today. I am moving out. <laughs> Yay! More room for my stuff. Well, first of all, the first part is something that I said, and then the second part is what you said. So I said, and remember, true or false, we can't seem to agree on anything today. And then you said, I disagree. <laughs> false. Nah. I said, that's not true. <laughs> no, you, I think you said, I disagree. No. You said, okay. we can't agree on anything anymore. And I said, no, no I said, you're today. wrong. That's not true. I said, we can't agree on anything today. Oh. I like that. I think I might make that a new segment. That's it. That's all we got. Predictions for next week's show. That it'll be more interesting than this one. I predict that next week. Okay, I'm going to say again. I hope Betty's on. Me too. And she plays a lot of, or the, and they play a lot of music and have some appearances. Just like I wished for this show that they would show a lot of Betty. I'm going to do that again, but doubly as hard. Wish with me. I think it's working. <laughs> Yay. We love Betty. Yeah. I hope they're on next week. Me too. I love them. Love, love, love them. If you would like to leave your comments on our listener hotline, that number is 206-203-3552. And if you want us to play your message, um, say something about the L word. Don't just say how awesome you think we are, because <laughs> all our listeners already know that. Oh, my God. Or you can email your comments to theplanetcast at gmail.com. Visit our blogspot, theplanetcast.blogspot.com, to find links to our MySpace and our fabulous listener forum with over 1,000 beautiful lesbians <laughs> posting funny comments. You don't know that they're all lesbians. You don't think at least 15 of them are either straight or men? Well, there are some straighties and some men on okay. there. Okay. So quit lying. They're honorary lesbians. Okay. <laughs> Adios, amigas. That's your sign-off. <laughs> I'm talking to my future self now. I'm talking to my editing self. Remember to buy baggies. <laughs> Remember to buy baggies. <laughs> What's going on? Are we having a conversation? What's going on? You just looked at me like I was speaking in tongues. You looked scared. <laughs> Do you know that? So anyway... <laughs> You gotta do it with me. Come on. Okay, this time you start and I'll join in. I don't think I can do it. Oh, come on. No, I don't want to start. You start. I started three okay, times you, already. You do the first part and then I'll chime in. We already did that. We'll do you I have know, to but start this time because you're no. gonna fake me out again. I, this time you you start <laughs> and I'll chime in. I don't believe you. I don't know if I do either. Well, okay, you start, and I'll start right away, and then we'll be together. I can't. I can't do it. You sang the love boat, but you can't sing Santa. It's <laughs> sillier. The love Come boat on. has words, not like... <laughs> Come on, you were almost there. I can't. No, I really can't. We'll have to do okay. it at the end. No, come on. <clears throat> Just do it. <laughs> I said. No means yes. Come on. God, you're so fucking pushy. That's not what you said last night. <laughs> okay, ready? Mm -hmm. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
in your mouth. Okay, go. <laughs> Come on, I got the beat in my head. Okay, you start. That's beats. <laughs> yep, these are some good beats. All right, forget it, nerdy white girl. Burn, burn. <laughs> Come on, let's just do this thing. Okay. You don't need chapstick for a podcast. Welcome to the planet, the podcast for poop. <laughs> all right. I bet five years from now there will be a podcast that's all about poop. <gasps> There's a podcast one. for everything. Let's do one and we'll use a voice changer. All the we'll talk cast? about is poop. I like <laughs> It'll be like the poop report for that week and uh -huh. we'll talk about our most interesting poop. <laughs> and the dogs too. Ew. Let's I was walking it. to work the other day, and on the sidewalk, <laughs> it looked just like a ninja. <laughs> I was walking the other day, and there was, like, frozen ice in the gutter, and there was poop suspended in the clear ice, frozen. In Why are you telling me this? It's for the poop cast. <laughs> We're not. <laughs> Let's say, welcome to the plan planet, the poop cast for LA fans. <laughs> Let's see if anybody notices, okay? Okay, ready? Welcome to the planet. <laughs> All right. All right, ready? You're killing me. I know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Why can't we get through the song? It's not a song. I just want to sing the song one time. If there were words to that song, well, how would they go? Like, My name's the Elka. I'm your host for today. Oh, this that's is Casey. Good. We should do it. And she's really gay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Lewis wait. This is our barking dog. And the cat me yet and put. <laughs> I can't. All right, mom. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs>